0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of... Kittle. My name is Hans. I'm Edward. And we are your hosts for now and forevermore.
1: Or until one of us just finally, you know... Mary's rich and goes live in a mansion well, somewhere see, deep in the it forest. It turns out
0: that of uh, <laughs> the two of us, only I am now eligible for this scenario. <laughs> I, I might have married
1: rich anyway. For those know.
0: of you who may not know, Edward is now newly betrothed. Congrats, congrats. I love you. the ring by the way. It's it's such a beautiful ceramic white ring. It's beautiful. Uh, co- again, congratulations. It, this is also why we haven't had an episode in like the last 3 weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> 3 weeks. Anyway, so wel- welcome yeah, anyway. Back. Yeah. Welcome yeah. back to what is now formally ghetto 79. We do hope that you will enjoy it, And we're going to get straight into it. So, Ed The Mm. nuptials, they happened, you went away for a glorious honeymoon, and how does it feel? Good. Does it feel good? I mean, I
1: I was reminded that it's my first vacation that I actually, like, proper took in eight years.
0: So, that is a very long time to yeah, not so have had a h- proper holiday.
1: I know, right? Like like I do take <laughs> off um, working with Vamers. We get proper time off and mm-hmm. and it's actually nice to work with the Vamers because it's all because uh, it's 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 super supportive. But in order to go <laughs> away is is something else. Is something else, um, yeah. Yeah. And I must say, after about a week, you get a little bit bored.
0: Lies. Okay. <laughs>
1: no, no, I, it's true, though. Like, I'm so used to sitting here and looking at the screen and words all day. <laughs> I'm like not that, necessarily working. <laughs> while still looking at words at the very least. Um, and. You kind of start missing that after a little while, mm. um, but regardless of that, I I did I do feel that I rested very well. Um, okay, I, good. I feel like I kind of the, the 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 thing about taking a two week break <laughs> is, is that you kind of. It becomes a habit. Look,
0: you certainly in a way. look well-rested. I, yeah. I told you this before already. That, yeah. Yeah. And, and,
1: and I appreciate that. It makes me feel good because I have not been sleeping this past few days.
0: Well, well um, look, on on the on this topic, what I really yeah. wanted to know was not necessarily yeah. about your holiday, but okay. what it is to have the feeling of being married now, you know, that, that married mm-hmm. life, how your relationship has evolved from being with this wonderful woman that you've had in your life for some time to taking the next step to being engaged to then taking that step even further and committing to each other for for a long life of happiness that's what i would like to know little i know it's still early days and i and honeymoon period lasts for some time but Um, i'm just curious to know like how does it feel has it changed let me put it this way i am 30 now
1: I have been with the missus for <laughs> 10 years before this. Yeah. An entire third of my life. Okay. <laughs> um, so the wedding feels nothing more special than our relationship already is to me. Um I will say this much, it it feels weird to, to carry this ring. Um my <laughs> hand feels heavy uh, um, because it's an extra weight and ceramic is heavy. Um but it's just it's it's nice to finally call her my Heavy wife. And actually, is the know that, that
0: carries the burden, <laughs> right?
1: Uh, but, um, it, it's it's it feels good to to be able to call her my wife and actually mm. know that it it means something now instead yeah, of just yeah. because. Yeah. Um, but in the in the greater scheme of things, I personally don't feel much different because I feel like we already had. I think a yeah, very
0: very good thing going. Yeah, it's just more so, solidified I suppose. And I know yes. that of the two of you, Marianne was definitely the one who was most looking forward to it because <laughs> yes. You know, <laughs> in your mind you just feel it it's not I don't, I don't want to use the word arbitrary because I don't believe weddings are arbitrary, right? But mm. I think you just felt that it was just another event to get through because the two of you already have something so beautiful and special but mm. it meant so much to her you know that i think for her it means it it feels different more so i would imagine yeah
1: right yeah i i think for her especially um basically she, her, her life has changed now because she's super sentimental in one way and in another mm. way she takes things like this she puts them high up there. Yes, yes. Um, and I think as this was for the should. better. <laughs> um, I, yeah, so, so as they so, say, it's all downhill from look, here or something. No, no, it's, it's, uh, it's, not, it's, it's really only
0: uphill. Now, yeah, I believe so as well. Focusing on this aspect of mm. your life at the moment, because mm. this is what this episode is going to be about. Mm. It's, you know, we're going to look at relationships in video games. You know, which ones are the most profound? Are there any that are even worth looking at? Is there a, a a strange absence in video games in terms of relationships? This is what Edward and I today are going to discuss. Now, yeah, with marriage on the mind, Ed, obviously, because this is mm-hmm. what we've been speaking about and you're a newlywed, I'm curious about this one. Um, video game characters who are married. Hmm. Who actually comes to mind? From the tip of my
1: tongue? Hmm.
0: Literally no one. <laughs> right? No, no. You're, you're not wrong. You're not wow. wrong. I gave this a very, very good... uh You know, I really thought about this for some time. Yeah. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized that relationships, from any extent, never mind just, uh, you know, like... They're Mm. mostly plutonic, okay? It's very rare that there's a romanticized relationship within a video game, unless, of course, that video game is specifically focusing on that, such as the, um, like, tell me why. No, not the... Uh, (laughs) oh yes Uh, that don't not game yes don't not games so so like but those are also fairly new right so we're talking about the last five years these are Mm. games that have been focusing on certain relationships whether it's um you know familial or romantic in nature all right yeah and you know so i thought about this and I, i was like okay well let me go way way back because two of the characters that always pop up whenever i think about Characters in general, all right? And let's assume relationships-wise, is Peach and Mario. Yeah. The thing is, or Link. And are whatever. they even together today? Because it's, it's, it's been years of the princess is in another castle. And, and even, she's always in another <laughs> and castle. And she's always in another castle. And even today, we're now, what, 30, 40 years after the fact. Mm. As far as I can tell, Mario and Peach are still not together
1: yeah Mm.
0: or or at the very least they're not married meaning that you know like what do they actually have then and you know and 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 i say this because it's different to the relationship between Mario and luigi for example because that's familial so familial relationships are are quite present in video games you know more Mm. often than not you'll have a character and then that character will talk about their sibling or their Mm. aunt or uncle or something like that but when do the characters speak about their love interests? And and bear in mind now, I'm not talking about something like The Witcher, you know, which which has overarching and you you, you can romance men, women, whatever you want, right? Or or uh, GTA or uh, Assassin's Creed, you know. But even so, those are more modern games, you know, within the last five to eight years. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go back further, what is really there? You know, See, like like Doom Guy. Does Doom Guy have a love interest? Just I as an example, so. I just, I, I, <laughs> like right? It's it's I, it's not fulfilled. But then, but then, or or, or or you could go back even further. Let's go to like the original Starcraft, right? I remember Kerrigan had something Kerrigan for what's that guy, that 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 burly. Um, I've forgotten his name now, but he was also a main, the main guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I want then, to say John, but I don't think it's John. But but it was only alluded to. And then in the second game in StarCraft two, they never they weren't really together, even though they were obviously pining for each other.
1: Yeah, in the second game, Kerrigan was already Zerg. Yes, and um, a a lot of the the story went around the fact that that the main guy I can't I also can't call his name name right now. Um, The main guy was basically revenging and avenging their entire relationship. The reason why she became Zerg. But they never got together again.
0: But even then, so, they were not. It wasn't formal. Now, yeah. now, I, I want to make it clear that it's not that I, that I believe that every relationship everybody needs to get married. If you mm. want to live with your partner, that's fine. That, that's yeah. a choice you're making. That you're making, of course. Okay, and there's nothing wrong with that. What I'm trying to get at is the strange occlusion of marriage and serious relationships within video games. And, you know, it's quite it's quite an interesting perspective because in today's day and age, w- w- the world is becoming far more accepting and open and, and yeah. for the better, right? And yet video games are still stunted in this area of growth. And, you know, I, f- I just, I find it interesting because, you know, it's not that games completely steer away from them, right? But take Lara Croft, for example. W- where is her love interest? There was one I remember alluded to, I think it was in Tomb Raider 2. It was some guy that comes around and they, it's quite obvious they have a bit of a history, right? Mm. But there's there was never anything there, you know? Like even in the the, the newest three Tomb Raider games that have just come out by, from Square Enix, there's, there's nothing there. Now, it's not that Lara Croft needs to have somebody in her life, for example, but it's just an interesting thing to note,
1: that's a weird thing that the only character I can think of who is married to another character in mm-hmm. the franchise is Johnny Cage. And I think it's Nikki Cage is married to in Mortal Kombat. I think it's oh, Nikki Cage. Oh, okay. Because Cassie
0: Cage is the daughter of Is it 11. not Sonya? I thought it was Sonya. Maybe it's Sonya. Yeah. Isn't it I Sonya can't remember. And, and Johnny? Maybe. Okay. Could now, be. Now that's but interesting. that's the only one. <laughs> that's interesting because that means that... that Mortal Kombat is uh, <laughs> of all the franchises. It represents <laughs> marriage. <laughs> no, it's it's like it's pushing that forward. You know, <laughs> it's look, weird. It, it, I'm just. It was just such a weird thing because when I thought about what we wanted to speak about for the next episode, mm. you know, and then obviously me wanting to incorporate your you your nuptials, in your marriage, and I just thought to myself, what relationships are there in gaming? And mm. a lot of the times, when you think about it, it's a protagonist. And this protagonist, if you're lucky, will come across a love interest. It doesn't matter what the love interest might be, but there's never anything really solid. So a good example of this, in my opinion, and I know you'll agree with me on this one, is Mass Effect. Okay. You know, you play as your commander shepherd, whether it's male or female, it's it's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. And along the way, you can enter relationships with a variety of characters. And depending yeah. on uh, how you play the game, you might have incredible relationships with them or maybe you'll romance too many people and not have a, a good re- relationship, right? Yep. But even then, it never forms a, a true core part of the character.
1: No. And it's not. it's not really a
0: part of the plot. Yes. It's just sort of a side... A side piece, Mm. which sounds bad in its its (laughs) own way, you know, and then, you know, like I really, I was really thinking about it and I was going through a lot of, like Nathan Drake for me is probably the only other one (gasps) where I've seen him actually eventually get married in the, I think it's the fourth game, right? In the fourth one. Uh, I
1: think it's the third one because the fourth one. I, He's think right. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yes. I think you're mm. right.
0: And that was a beautiful relationship because you actually watched it mature yeah, you over see three that games. Yes. Mm-hmm. So perhaps maybe that's one of the best examples of a, Definitely. Um, a strong union of characters. But then again, at the same time, I mean, it's not that, not that the other characters need to have significant uh, roles in the game, but you know, you don't really ever play. I think, I think it's Sarah. I stand to be corrected on her name in um, um, and, and Uncharted yes, yes. so, uh, yeah. so the, the only other one and this is now again very recent that actually comes to mind to me is The Last of Us 2 so The Last of Us and The Last of Us 2 now that relationship was very different it was wonderful in a way because that was like a father-daughter relationship yes and then in The Last of Us 2 we had a wonderful relationship between um, between Dina and and
1: think, Ellie
0: and Ellie I almost forgot her, her <laughs> name can you believe it um, and and, and that was all really, I loved that. I love yeah. that aspect of being able to see these characters grow with these other people around them and how it mm-hmm. either strengthened them or broke them down or allowed them to, to change or become better, you know? Mm-hmm. And so again, with that in mind, you know, Ed, and for those of yeah. you who are listening, who, who comes to mind for you when you think about relationships in video games? And what stands out for you? You know? The... Most immediate
1: thing that's standing out is Mary Jane and Peter Parker. Um, um, oh, but, but that, okay. uh, but, but that see,
0: extends from y- yeah. the comics uh, and yeah, from the you movies. See, I would, I would say so that would not count a, that. Yeah, that's not a, that yeah. doesn't count. I'm talking so, more like the the like if we look at all the gaming franchises, right? So mm. like Doom Guy, Metroid, uh, Pokemon. Okay, I, I mm. suppose Pokemon would never really have a romantic relationship, but which is uh, uh, but, which but, is so sad. Look, fo- um, they do focus on friends in Pokemon. Okay, yeah, I, but, I get that. I get. That, but there's just where are the relationships? Mm. That, that for me is the strange thing, and maybe I'm completely missing something that I have seen along the way because of all of the hundreds and hundreds of games we have played, I feel there should be more. You know, it's like, oh, it's actually, Bioshock, to... Bioshock, but again, that's father daughter book, no, Booker and Elizabeth, yeah, oh, right. You're right. It's familial. Spoiler it's always alert. Fa- it's always <laughs> familial. It's never um, romantic.
1: Yeah, or, How or when strange it is romantic, is that? It's, it's usually it's usually the the prince saves the princess. It's never proper f- progress with the um, relationships. Yes. That's so weird.
0: It's interesting, right?
1: Does, it makes a- you think. <laughs> another one that comes to mind is Legend of the Green, which is an an ancient RPG <laughs> um, where basically in the beginning, um, the first disc, you you set out to save this girl named Shauna um, who is who has special powers, but then you save her. So that's not the point of the game. Yeah. Then, then the point of the game becomes saving the world. So and then you're together with
0: Shauna, oh, and the relationship though. grows yeah. a little bit. That's lovely. Um, so so there's that. What about Final um, Fantasy Seven? Am I mistaken I'm, in saying that Cloud and Aerith? yes right they formed a wonderful relationship which was eventually dashed towards the end of the game
1: um they have not formed a relationship
0: uh their relationship is misconstrued heavily um oh, throughout the see, years again there we um, go again the,
1: my, it's like the closest <laughs> one i would say is final fantasy 8 where no and squall but but it's very edgy it's very very teenager mm. so i wouldn't even count that one yeah. but that's that's maybe one you can count Okay, wow okay. Man.
0: L- let's take a step back right okay. let's exclude all games where you can you can have a relationship by choice all right so okay. i'm saying take away witcher take away mass effect dragon uh, age take away dragon age because what i mean by that is what game is there that focuses on a legitimate relationship without it being optional Hmm. That's that's what that's what I'm I'm getting at here. Now, if you do that, it becomes much much smaller. So the the most recent don't not game. Um, tell me why? No, not tell me why. The new one. The new one uh, with the butterflies and stuff. I, I can't remember. The oh, name Life no. is Strange. There we go. Life is two. Strange. True Colors. There we go. That's it. That's yeah, it. that one does. Okay, and it does it in a really wonderful way. But then again, at the same time, it's still choice-based because you can choose oh. to romance one of two people. Um, so I don't know if we should even I include that. played that one yet. So. It's good. It's good, Ed. True Colors is very I want good.
1: To, I have it installed on my PC. I just he, haven't played it.
0: Okay, so, so i know i said we would exclude choice but the reason why i want to include it but that's part of the narrative because it's part of the narrative like yeah you're forced sense. to choose one of the two people mm. right well actually technically no you could you can actually stuff it up if you choose the wrong options and end up with no one anyway uh, the bad ending so so <laughs> i gave it a, like a lot of good thought and there is one game that comes to mind, and it actually recently won um, quite a few awards at the recent The Game Awards, and it's it takes two. I don't know if you've played it or not. Um, I've installed it on the Xbox, but in thinking
1: so, I me and Marianne on would play it. Yeah, but we haven't. A,
0: a quick overview is... You, it's a multiplayer it's, game. Yeah, it's multiplayer, so you, you, you require two people to play, either co-op or online. and it, it has to do with this little this child whose parents are going through a divorce but in order for the child to cope with it something happens and each both parents become um sort of like animated little puppets and then and then it's the then two players have to play together to make it through every level because every level consists of numerous puzzles and What is beautiful about the game and the story is how you see the troubled relationship of the parents, how, Mm. why they don't want to be together. You know, they're actively, they're at each other and they say the horrible things to each other. But then throughout the course of the game, they, they are reminded of why they got together in the first place. Mm. And it, it's a beautiful story of two people who wanted to separate, who eventually relearn why they love each other in the first place, and they come together as one towards the end. I don't, it's, it's not really a spoiler. It's quite obvious that that's what happens. Yeah, and then I mean, and then the child is no longer emotionally scarred about the situation. It's 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 a good game. It's it's a, it also plays very well and looks very good. But specifically from a relationship perspective, which is what we're speaking about at the moment, I think that that's a very powerful message.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How two, despite two people thinking they could never be together anymore. Through the power of games, <laughs> no, no, no. Just, just, just through working together and being reminded of why they loved each other in the first place, they were able to put aside their differences and be as one again.
1: There is another that just, just occurred to me. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Fifteen. Oh, the the entire game is about getting to the wedding. Oh, and in that's the end, so true. And in the end, they wed, and I'm not going to spoil that ending because that's a mind blowing <laughs> ending. But in the end, they do wed, and it's a very but th- th- it's a it's
0: okay. So yes, yeah, that's,
1: that's that's a good one. I, but but
0: yes, okay. I, I suppose it is. Is there but, a focus oh, on the man. relationship though, or is it just a focus on getting him to the end?
1: If you skip all the run around in the open world stuff, yes, the the the, the story is about basically. Um, getting to the end mm. and and getting to this wedding so the two um the two factions countries will u- unite. Oh, kind of like a Romeo and Juliet
0: um, scenario except they don't kill each other at the end. Pretty much.
1: <laughs> but like what you just said now also it reminds me of uh, Not True Colors but Life is Strange 1 mm. where where you play as Max Caulfield. Colf- Colf- Max mm. Anyway, as Max and your relationship with your best friend um Chloe. Yes. Um, that's also one where
0: you do develop a relationship through through the title. The yes, yes, that's right. Um, that's correct. But but notice how few and look look how we have to actually mm, think about this. Look at how we have it's to so we have to rack our brain to find a game meaningful. That, a meaningful game, yes. A ge- or a game that shows a meaningful relationship yeah. between characters that are not family. You know that is not familial but, in nature.
1: But look at that box behind you, Ans. What about Cortana and the Master Chief?
0: So, I'm actually so glad you brought that up because I. So the history of Halo is quite complex. Okay, hmm. we know that uh, John 117 is like basically a genetic, not a clone, but a, but a genetically altered superhuman. Yeah, super soldier. Yeah. And as a result, he's made just for war and doesn't really know yeah. much and comes from like the squalors of what is left of humanity. Um, and becomes the savior of humanity in very, in many respects. Even though he sounds like a 60 year old, he's probably only like 32 or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so something like that. Um, and personally speaking, I would say that his relationship with Cortana is actually beautiful because it starts off. Through Halo 1, 2, 3, as she's your companion. But mm. then within 1, 2, 3, she begins to have a personality. Mm. You know, it slowly comes out and she starts making chips to Chief and so on and so forth. Then in Halo 4, it's a full-on uh, narrative adventure between these two characters that are completely complete opposites and yet the same. And the reason why I say that is because Dr. Halsey uh, created the super soldier program which the, the the Spartan program and she then also cloned her brain to create the Cortana AIs. So oh, what's interesting okay. is that they, that again it's like a weird familial thing I suppose in a way whereby in, a, in to an extent it is very much a sibling relationship even though it may not come across as that because Mm. you know cortana does say she loves chief you know and chief i think in a way very much loves her um and the only reason why it's familial is because they're both from halsey but they're also both separate entities at the same time so they're not related at all so it doesn't make it weird or gross or anything like that um but now that in itself is a very interesting and strange relationship because as beautiful as it is and as wonderful as it all comes together Cortana is not real. She does not have a physical self. Mm-hmm. And John 117 himself is also uh, like a creation of humanity. Yeah. Um, I suppose. I, I mean, I wouldn't say it's the healthiest of relationships. <laughs> um, you okay. Know, because in many respects, Cortana does assume a very much of a mother-like role uh. to chief. Yeah. You know, she's there as support and to help versus being romantic. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get that. So again, it's more of a familial relationship than it is mm. a romantic At least in my mind, maybe I'm totally wrong and it is very or much just romantic. F- or I at least
1: f- friends. I don't know. Many many websites <laughs> I've seen would make that very romantic um, <laughs> and passionate. Um, oh,
0: yeah, oh, well, I mean, we all know about that one website that does all <laughs> the characters, okay? Um, it's just, yeah, this is, I can't really think of anything else right now. And so what I want to do is I'm going to pose the question to, or, or pose the topic to those of you who are listening. Hmm. You know, are there any relationships that we've possibly missed because goodness knows there's hundreds and thousands of games out there you know maybe it's some obscure little title that neither of us have played that does a great job of showcasing what it means to have a fulfilling loving happy uh, relationship you know they call it the sims (laughs) (laughs) you see so again that's a very debatable you know because you're in control of these relationships it's not a yeah yeah. and, and and of to an extent the relationships are core to the gameplay but I, what i really mean is where the games like The Last of Us 2 which show mm. this beautiful coming together of 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 uh, people to be to to form into a relationship and then they go on like a, this adventure together but to the point where you genuinely care for the other characters yeah Th- that's what i'm really getting at because a lot of the times the side characters that your main protagonist can form relationships with, they can be forgotten about. You know, they're not necessarily as um, integral to the story or the plot Mm. as, you know, the narrative of, like, The Last of Us 2, for example. Yeah. You know, and and that's what I would like. Like, like even the um, Heavy Rain, you know, that was very familial-based. It was all about Ethan trying to find his son. His son, yeah. You know? And and uh, the
1: one love interest in there is just, like, I don't know, there is a good ending to Heavy Rain where you where Ethan does end up with the love interest. I yes. forgot her name. I can't but, remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but it's very much just there for the sex scene because yes. it's, it's a David Cage game. Yes yes, um, yes, yes. And that's what David Cage games are known for. <laughs> so,
0: so I yeah. wouldn't even count that. I mean, is there anything else that you could possibly like think of? Hey?
1: No. Um, I will mention though, on the other end of the spectrum, you also get unreciprocated love. Um, ah. and stuff uh, like thinking about Final Fantasy now made me think about Tifa and Cloud, which is yes. very much an unreciprocated relationship, at least in the beginning. Um, obviously the remake may- makes it turns that on its head, but in the, in the original game, um, the love Tifa has for Cloud is totally unreciprocated. And that made me think. Now, even that is something you don't see in video games. Yeah. Um, So basically, it's weddings, like proper relationship growth and unreciprocated love that that has next to no. um, I hear you.
0: I hear you. Yeah. yeah, You don't
1: see games about that. Which is fascinating. It's a fascinating realisation that you've brought this up. Well,
0: you see, because well, this is why I wanted to, because I wanted to focus on how your relationship has evolved. And then it made me think, you mm. know, we've had a, a few really good discussions on gaming in general. And then I was like, well, what about relationships in games? Because I I struggle to find or see really good ones. You know? Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean... Uh, that was it. That's all like, I really...
1: <laughs> I am doing a quick Google search. Yeah. And the strangest thing is, when I Google unreciprocated love in video games, I'm only getting results for unrequited love in video games. And it's all kinds of lists for video that should never have happened,
0: unrequited love <laughs> that were never meant to be. Okay, yeah, but, but, um, now, but, but now are uh, these real... Like a real unrequited love, or is this fan made? People shipping characters together again no, so because
1: people are, are putting Link and Zelda and Princess, um, yeah, Princess Lee, oh, Princess Zelda, and Link. You see, the the, the, the reason, Mario and Peach
0: again, again, again. Those are all great examples of why I think this is a topic that needs further discussion yes, and elaboration. Sure. Because how are those relationships healthy? And I mean, from the perspective of How long is Mario going to keep trying to get hold of Peach? Or Mm. how, or or are Link and Zelda ever going to get together without some force always getting in the way? Mm. You you know, and and even, and and even if they do get together, is it a real relationship? Because my understanding from like Link and Zelda, for example, is that Zelda was a princess and Link is just a foot soldier.
1: It sounds like, yeah.
0: You know, and it's, (sighs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs>
1: um. What, what's his name? Titus and Yuna.
0: Oh, the entire Tidus, yeah, two
1: yeah. Final Fantasy ten games are about their love. So there's another one.
0: Okay, so there's one good one, and that's, that's one a nice very good one. one. Yeah. Okay, so we finally we finally found a really good one.
1: <laughs> Man. <laughs> I can't believe it's this difficult. So please let us know. Yeah, oh, please,
0: please, please let us know. Uh, maybe we've really missed something. Maybe there's a beautiful, like I know there's an indie game Haven, which I haven't played yet, uh, but my understanding uh, is it is about a well. couple. It is about a couple. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know more yeah. about it than that. Right. So, you know, it's mm. possible we've missed something along the way, but, you know, predominantly I wanted this discussion to be around games in general and how there yeah. is a lack of romantic romantic relationships or rather healthy Romantic yes, relationships, not toxic relationships. Not, not these things. Because <laughs> like, yeah. really, if you think about it, a lot of these relationships that are that are, are not good. Mm. You know, of these these people having to like, I mean, like honestly, at this point in time, Bowser has more of a relationship with Peach than Mario does. Okay, exactly. That's all <laughs> I want to say about that. Okay, as an as an example, as an example, <laughs> if um, this
1: were an HBO show, <laughs>
0: <laughs> look. At the same time, no, yeah. So so. That's really it. Now, Mm -hmm. I I actually, I do, I want to say one last thing. And I want to say that it's quite interesting to me that gaming hasn't really broached this topic properly because generally video games are always at at the, the ahead of the curve. You know mm-hmm. they're more inclusive than other games. You know they they are more representative of the populations that play, and yet I find that there seems to be a distinct lack of what it means to have a good romantic relationship within, yes. or at least portrayed within video games. Versus like, take cinema for example. It's mm-hmm. con- movies are constantly about relationships. Yeah. So you know perhaps maybe the issue here then is how many games don't have real narratives. You know, they're more about the game and the gameplay than they are about whatever relationships are going on you know like like Jurassic World Evolution 2 which I'm playing at the moment that doesn't need relationship building as an example you know so yeah. so it doesn't matter if uh, you know Ian Malcolm is not getting with uh, the the new woman that is in charge of whatever's yeah, going yeah. on you know because I, I don't know it's, it's new characters that's the only reason why I'm not sure otherwise I would, have, I would have said Ellie Sadler you know from the original film but anyway we won't go there because that's not the point of this discussion because that again yeah. is now cinema you see tune in for, for next time um, yeah. relationships in <laughs> so, movies so yeah. So, um, yeah, please let us please know. do. Um, mm. Let us know what you thought about this episode as well. And as always, if you enjoyed it, uh, like and subscribe, please, at your own leisure. And uh, Ed, uh, I think we have one more episode left for the year and then we'll see you all again in 2022. But until then, thank you for listening. We hope you had a wonderful time and we'll see you in the next episode. Yeah. Ciao. Bye.